from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge podcast, powered by Coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Coach's Edge podcast. I'm your host, Steve Kramer, alongside our co-host for the evening, Coach Anthony Troshak, Charlevoix, men's basketball. Coach Tro, it's spring. Spring, it's in the air. It's still chilly, but you can feel it. It's around the corner. We just had the time change. Uh, March Madness is going on. It's Spring is in the air. What's your favorite part about this time of year? Um, It's going to be, you know, March Madness. Um, and you know, watching the college games, but also the high school games, go to any local ones. Um, always fun. That atmosphere is just tremendous. And, you know, as a coach, it kind of motivates you a little after after a season to kind of get back to it. Um, going to the boys state finals here in Michigan um, and going for, I don't know, seven or eight years now. So always look forward to that, too. Um, but it's just it's the magic that like anything, you know, any team can win it, you know, and um you got you watch like all that hard work come to fruition. It's it's special. It's, it's a special mm-hmm. time of year. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Speaking of that, I want to shout out a couple of our coaches' edge members. You just reminded me of it. So shout out Frankenmuth Girls Basketball. They lost in the state finals. Uh, so congratulations to them on a great season. Heart Girls Basketball, another coaches' edge member, final four. Congratulations to them. Uh, Central Noble Girls Basketball in Indiana. They made the final four um, rice Lake boys basketball in Wisconsin. Congratulations to coach Orr. Uh, they made the quarterfinals big, big season, um, high level basketball in Wisconsin with his program. And there's some other ones that we haven't mentioned as well, but it's, you're right. I mean, it's a very, very exciting time of year. It's a little bit exhausting because the season just finished. It's a long season. But you're also revitalized a little bit because of all the excitement that is going on throughout the college and high school level at this time of year. Are there any things, uh, are there anything, is there anything, excuse me, on your checklist in the month of March or even April? You say, you know, when the season finishes up, I really try to concentrate on knocking these things out so I can have a great and productive offseason. Um, you know, as a coach, it seems to never end. There's always something. Um, you know, first and foremost, I think as a coach, you got to kind of evaluate where you're at and, you know, give yourself rest and spend time with your family. I think that's got to be number one because it's a long season. You know, you start practices in early November and you're done, you know, first, second week of March. You have to kind of slow down, spend some time with the family that you didn't get to spend during the season and just kind of recharge a little, um, you know, I forget where I read it, but, you know, they said that coaches – you're hired for your mind, meaning if if you're not sharp, if you're not motivated, if you're not getting proper sleep, nutrition, exercise, um, you know, then your mind's not where it should be. And that's ultimately, you know, why you're hired. And that's what you're doing, why you're doing what you're doing. So I think that's a big part is is, is getting some rest and being able to um, kind of reflect and then uh, have some momentum going into your, your next your next step of the offseason. I like that. I, I always say rest, reflect, refocus, but you said recharge. I like that one. I might have to put that one in place or just add it as a fourth, 
a fourth R. Um, that's really good. When the season finishes up, you talked about the reflection piece. I mean, some conversations are, are being had. Um, do you have any routine, anything that you do as far as uh, communicating to your coaching staff, um, your, meeting with your players? What does that look like um, as how you kind of have those, you know, coaches might call them exit meetings? Yeah, we have exit meetings. Um, this year we did them pretty uh, soon after our season got over, just mainly because I knew a lot of guys that had spring sports and they're after school and I wanted um, our system to be there too. So scheduling wise, it just, it just fit, but we had our exit meeting. So what I do is I have them fill out a Google, a Google form to give us feedback. And, you know, some of the questions are like, what is it like to be coached by us? You know, I can, I, cause I consider myself and uh, coach Cody Crane, like, you know, we're, we're, we're a coaching staff. We work together. And so that was like one question. Another question was like, what's one thing in our program that we do that we need to keep doing? What's one thing that we do that we need to stop? Um, things like that. We asked for, you know, input on what they need um, in terms of helping the offseason, what, what their focuses are, how they see themselves next year and what role they see themselves and how us coaches can help get us there. And so that's kind of like the basis of our conversation in the one-on-one -on -one meetings and we reflect on that season. And that's for the returning players, obviously. For um, graduated players, um, it's, it's a little different. We only had one this year, so it was, didn't talk a lot. Um, just got, you know, that that form back and had a little conversation with them. But, yeah, that's how our exit meetings kind of go. And as in terms of coaching staff, we'll probably get together, you know, next month. Um, you know, I understand that a lot of them are getting back to their families. They're recharging and they got stuff going on. So um, that, that's kind of what we did with our uh, players and our staff. I think that's a great way, great way to do it and um, get to have those conversations with with your players are key, not letting it get too far along like there's you don't want to do it too early. Right. It's just knowing your team, knowing yourself, um, maybe knowing some of your own strengths and weaknesses, I think, as a coach of, you know, not wanting this to go too far along that players tend to forget. Right. They're on to the next thing. Coaches can possibly tend to forget some things, um, but not doing it too early where you haven't had the chance to really reflect on, on that. So those exit meetings are got to be a huge part of any end of, of season. And before you know it, coach, it's almost the end of the school year. My goodness gracious, what happened? We're hitting June, right? Some, some coaches are, or uh, schools are done end of May. Um, you got to prepare for a busy month of June basketball. It's going to be here before you know what basketball season just ended. June basketball is going to be here. What the heck happened in between the more we can, be organized right our time management skills all those different things um so all of a sudden june doesn't hit here and we feel like we're reeling in what is really a very important month for us as coaches what are some of the things you look at march april may that may be more um you know tightening the bolts the screws things like that um, so you have a successful summer um, obviously we're looking at our, our summer schedule in terms of where we want to go. Um, couple shootouts, team camps, things like that. Our youth, our youth basketball camp. Um, when, when is that going to be? What time, um, what ages, uh, kind of figuring out the schedules for those two things in terms of our summer basketball schedule. Also like workouts, when are we going to do workouts? What's best fits for the players, which is a part of our exit meeting too. And part of the Google form that I give, like, Hey, you know, me as a teacher, I, and I am blessed with uh, that my wife teaches too. So we're a little flexible in the summer. So I like to ask the guys, when, when's best for you to work out? 
because I don't want them saying, well, I can't do it this time. No, like I, I asked you, you told me this was the time that you fit best for you. So I'm going to be there. Um, and even if it's different times on different days, um, but anyway, yeah, figuring out the, the team camps, the shootouts, uh, the youth basketball uh, camp, and, and then just any other workouts, lifting schedules, all, all that's kind of in, in the month of April and May. Um, and then just, uh, we had that, our coach had a meeting last night and, uh, um, who was it that brought up a great point? It's just like going and supporting your guys and your or your girls, mm-hmm. Coach in York, their spring sports. Yeah. Yes, Coach York, in, in their in their spring sports or if they're in a play or whatever they might be, like go out there and support them. That's what I told our guys in on our last meeting. Is like I'm gonna be out there at at your track meet, at your baseball mm-hmm. game. Like I'm 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 not done seeing you. I'm not gonna say see you till next season. I'm gonna be there <laughs> supporting you because I like I want you to be successful. I don't care whether it's um, in theater and bands in baseball and track, whatever golf, I'm going to be there supporting you. And if they need anything, let me know. I said, if you need a letter of recommendation, um, you need me as a job reference, let me know. And two kids already hit me up in the last two weeks for that. So (laughs) good for them. Good for them. Uh, The care factor goes a really long way. If the only time you're seeing your kids is when you're in the gym with them. Yeah. You probably need to tweak some of the, the, uh, you know, you know, some of the, the main points of emphasis with, with your program, right? You got to love on them uh, when they're in the gym, when they're doing their, doing their thing in other places, for sure. Um, you run a really good basketball camp, right? And, and you had a very big uh, winter youth basketball program. Are there some things that are in the secret sauce that really help uh, one, get the word out to so many kids to attend, you know, your winter basketball league, your summer basketball camps, um, and then what some of the things that you do that you'd recommend other coaches try to adopt? Um, you know, I'm sure coaches already do this, but any way to promote it, you know, using social media. And then I have the luxury of teaching in the same district that I coach. So uh, I will go over to the elementary and I will, you know, during recess, the elementary principal will pull over a group of kids and say, hey, this is Coach Troshak. He's going to talk to you about basketball camp and I'll talk to him. I've gone into classrooms before. That's awesome. I also recently made like a, I think this is, this is probably the best way. I made a short video and I took clips of like youth basketball. And now I can kind of edit that video and make it a little better. Um, now that we've ran a camp for a year, but like pictures some clips, make it two minutes, kind of like a trailer and have the teachers show it to the students. Because if I can't see every kid on the playground, kids gone, whatever it might be, but, and you can also post that on social media to get the word out about youth basketball camp. Um, so that's just one way, um, to kind of promote it. Uh, also, if you have players that can go with you, that's awesome. Cause the, the younger kids love to see the high school players. I mean, they look up to them. So if you can incorporate those high school players to come over with you to promote it in terms of the camp, like in the past, we've ran kind of a camp in June, uh, we'll go four days and it's really to get them loving the game of basketball so we do a lot of games i'm not talking like just basketball games two on two three on three something like fun shooting games stuff i've learned from you fun dribbling games fun passing games anything like we're working on skills but it's a lot of fun um and i try to keep it fast-paced not a lot of like really instruction especially when we've had i'm trying to rethink this summer on how we can make the sessions a little smaller i don't know if i do different time slots or move one group to the following week um, just because when we have 65 kids in one session it is tough to really give them some one-on-one instruction 
but overall we're having a lot of fun. Um, other things like just some things to hand out. Like I always get old jerseys, old t-shirts. I know coaches, I know you guys that are listening have them out there. Um, but we'll in Brown city where I was coaching, we, we, we handed out like these, um, they were like from the sixties, dude. They had like this lightning bolt down the side Jersey and the kids loved them. That's excellent. And they were just like excellent. vintage. Um, I think a couple of varsity players stole a couple too, because <laughs> that's how sweet they were. But getting back to the point, like anything that you can get out to kids to say, you know, Charlotte basketball or, you know, um, whatever, whatever program you're at. And I'm huge on developing character. So we have kind of like a thought of every day, like, you know, leave a place better than you found it. And after that first day, I look for a kid that like cleans up trash without me saying anything. And then I give him a Gatorade the next day. And we always give out Gatorades at the end of camp. And it's like the biggest thing. It's bigger than the medal that I get for ball handling. And I make it bigger than that. I'll be like, all right, you know, so-and-so won a ball handling today. Let's give him a clap, you know. But then like when I see somebody working hard, that maybe got bopped in the nose and they fought through it a little, a couple tears ran down mm-hmm, their eyes mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. you know, the kid that is helping out others. That's really like dominant, but they're passing the ball and making mm-hmm. others better. Boom. I'm going to recognize that. And I'm going to mm-hmm. give them a Gatorade and we're going to make a you know big deal about that. And then I have mm-hmm. the high school players that are there with me. Like they each pick a kid to, to uh, give a Gatorade out to. So we'll hand out like four or five a day. Yep. Um, and, you know, that, that's really the big thing that the kids want. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're working out for that Gatorade. That's awesome. You know, I, I've had kids show up early and they're working on ball handling. And I've said, you know, this, this Gatorade goes to these two uh, ladies because they were here early working mm-hmm. on their skills. Mm-hmm. So those are just some ways that I, I think it makes it fun and enjoyable for the kids. Man, that's there's so like coaches can rewind the last two minutes or whatever that was coach drill because it goes into as a, youth basketball camp if you're directing it or you're the main coach you have so much impact on the vibe in the gym and what is um what is emphasized what is really pursued throughout that any given day like you said you have a message or a quote or something like that a point of emphasis for each day that you come in and if you're excited about it they're going to get excited about it if you're blah about it they're going to be blah about it and they will follow your lead. But if you are fired up, they're going to be fired up for cleaning up the trash, you know, at the end of the day, whatever that might be. So that it goes a really long way. One thing what we, we will do a summer camp episode because I, I could talk months on end on summer camp episodes myself. We'll do one episode on it later. One thing that we got rid of was the big guest speaker. When I first started out, even before I started my business, but we ran like the one big camp um, at Unionville Sibling Schools every year, I put a lot of emphasis on the guest speaker. Nobody cared about the guest speaker. It might. Hey, have been I was it. there one year. I was there one year. By the time, speaker, by no the time you cared. were, but no, no, by the time you were the guest speaker, I gave you like five or 10 minutes. I was it, right? Yeah. What I'm saying is before that, before that, I was like, here's the guest speaker. Here's the college athlete that we have coming in to speak to you guys today. And I'm giving them like 20 minutes, at least they're doing a Q and a I'm asking all these questions and it's just going on and on and on. The 11 year old doesn't care that this dude is amazing basketball player played college basketball. They want to go out and play, right? They want to go out and play and they want, they want to be coached and they, 
they want to learn and they appreciate that guest speaker being there, but they don't want to listen to anybody talk for 20 minutes, right? And so we've just keep whittling that back. So by the time you were helping me out, I was like, I'll give you five or 10 minutes. Like that's our guest speaker. And basically I buttered you up because I was like, I need you to be our special guest for the day. Really, it was like five or 10 minutes. I just wanted you to be one of my coaches for the day. Um, (laughs) But but you you think about like, what does a kid really want? Like, it's much better when you have, okay, here's our theme or here's our quote or here's our standards for for the week. And you emphasize those periodically throughout the course of the day and the week instead of having this big chunk of time where everybody's sitting around, kids are falling asleep, kids want to lay down on the floor. And, you know, there's all these other things that come into play. Misbehavior comes into play, like keep them busy, keep them moving. So, um, yeah, no, I think there is is some good coming out of a guest speaker. But like you said, keep it short. Um, We had Elise Stuck, who graduated from Charlotte Boy, now plays at Michigan, come in last summer. She talked for like five minutes. Evan Solomon, who graduated from Charlotte Boy, walked on at Oakland, talked for five minutes. But I also, they worked the camp. Like at least worked one day, that helps. but that's where I think they, the kids really enjoyed. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they listened to them for five minutes, but like, oh my gosh, I'm playing with these, right. with, with these players that I looked up to. So that was like what I saw that the, the kids really enjoyed. So if you can get some alumni or even somebody around the area that can come in and not only just give them a talk, but like be there for the, for that day, that that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's very true. Like I think of not one of my own camps, but there was another camp I was helping out. I won't say the name of it. Um, in one of their days was this guest speaker was coming in, was only coming in for part of that day, a portion of that day was talking for like a half hour. Wasn't a part of like us, like what we were doing and kind of going through whether it's a day or it's multi days, they were just kind of in and out. It's, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, there's, it's like you had your coaches, your speakers were also coaching. Uh, I think that's a better way better way to do it okay moving moving on as you get into the summer coach what are some of the points emphasis we we talked at length about uh summer basketball camp how do you go about planning what june looks like as far as your high school players getting the chance to play yeah we want them to play um you know i like around 10 to 15 games and what i mean by that is like you know what most time would be like 15 minute 20 minute running halves that's a game to me so if you scrimmage you know you might get two great two or three games in the end of the night um but because i think you can play too much like if you're if you're 20 plus like you're almost playing a whole season in a condensed three weeks but you also got to know your players and what they need um and i also think it's important to have some practices obviously beforehand um so that way you're not just throwing out the ball and it's like a glorified open gym against another team um, and I also like, um, you know, after you create your schedule and you get into those games, you want to find, you know, competition that fits you the best, um, in terms of like, you, know, you want to play close games, obviously you don't want to be there just world, like your world beaters and you don't, you know, you don't see any benefit from just beating on another team. But also you don't want the, the flip side where you're just, you know, getting where the other team's taking it to you. Um, so you got to look for that. And that's a lot of camps do, especially around our area, do a tremendous job of matching you up based on like your skill level. And they'll ask you your input, whether it's a red, you want know, A, B, C, D level, you know, whatever it might be. Um, They do a great job with that. So we're, we're lucky in the camps we've attended in the past have done that. And we've had some 
great matchups. Um, and then in terms of games and scrimmages, I think it's important to have like an emphasis each time you go out there. So that way, like, even if the player is on the bench, you're like, Hey, we're watching help side all game. You know, how are we doing on help side? And you talk to that guy on the bench. So they're engaged too. And then you can really focus on one thing on offense, maybe one thing on defense, because if you're trying to do everything at once, you know, they, they just can't absorb it. They can't take it in. So if you kind of narrow that focus and keep it simple for them in the summer, um, I found, I've found that to be beneficial. Really good point. The point of emphasis and does this tie into how we're going to play during basketball season? Yes. Those are really, really, really long way. Um, knowing your kids, that's a key point that you just mentioned. I think that you know, uh, some coaches, they have shoot, you know, their entire roster is playing three sports throughout the course of the year. So they don't play a lot of basketball. So they're very determined to get a lot of games in during June because those kids aren't probably going to touch a basketball for very long. Um, then there's other programs who that's not as much of a point of emphasis because those kids are maybe one or two sport athletes. They play a ton of basketball already in AAU. And so to, they'll by going to a ton of open gyms at the school. And so to be able to fine tune some things, maybe almost like take your time a little bit, not try to, you know, just pound the kids, run them up and down because they're already getting up and down quite a bit, being able to know your team and their needs. And it could change on a yearly basis is really, really vital. Um, what do you try to finish out that month of June with? Like, is there a, you'll kind of finish out a, a strong note, something that you try to do, because once you hit July, it's, you know, you have your week break, usually for 4th of July, and then you're getting into your small group workouts. Yeah, I, I've never really thought a, a ton about how, how we're finishing it, because it kind of, you know, it, it depends. But in the past and in this year, I'd like to have just something where the team gets together and even invite the parents, whether it's a barbecue, um, go to the beach, uh, we have the luxury of doing that something to kind of end, like you said, on a positive note. And you, and you can't go wrong with, with a barbecue, right? I mean, so that's a positive note. Some hot I mean, dogs. It's not, it's not some, McDonald's, it's hot dogs. Some Kogels. Coach, Coach Campbell, right? Get some Kogels, man. Get some Kogels. <laughs> I miss some Kogels down here. I need the hot dogs down here lacking, man. I need to go back up to Michigan, Midwest, get myself some Kogels hot dogs. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're not going to go off on a hot dog tangent but like something like that i think we'll do that this year um in terms of you know summer basketball and in it like something team building mm -hmm. do you do any fundraising this is just kind of random question as we were talking about the hot dog stuff is there anything that you do that's more community oriented because i know you you do a really good job of making sure it's not just your team and you're with your team like you're going to the elementary school, you're doing different activities. Do you any, do anything kind of outside of the, the school or the players itself, whether that's fundraising, uh, volunteering, anything like that? Um, you know, a fundraiser that will probably kick off in June is a vertical raise, um, which some coaches might be familiar with where you kind of just um, basically, you know, send out some messages and we're looking yeah. for donations. Yeah. Um I don't know if that's like community based, but uh, other things we want to do in the future that's not pertaining to like summer or June is, and this is what teams have done in the past here at Charlevoix that we're trying to bring back a little, 
is the players will go to the elementary and serve lunch is one thing. Mm-hmm. So they'll be there at lunchtime. Um, read, read books. That's probably a popular thing too. And I'd like to kind of maybe even have them go over and explain like some of our core principles as a program in terms of character stuff. Um, so they, cause then the players really have to like know it and they have to live it and they're explaining it. And it's once they, if they teach it, it's going to be more ingrained in them. Um, so that kind of, you know, stuff that I've been thinking about with me, it being the first year here going into the second, we'll try to add a little more and add a little more each year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, those are all fantastic ideas. Um, and as you, you know, coaches, I mean, I know we, we took all the way this episode towards the end of June, as far as how we're going to close this out. Um, but my, my hope is, you know, the purpose for that is uh, your main season just finished. And so to go back to the things that coach Trojan mentioned very beginning was rest, reflect, right. And, and you give yourself some evaluation time. You're taking it to another level. You're asking your players to also evaluate the program, the coaching staff, and you take that into account, right? And so you do that, and that helps you get an idea of what this spring and this summer is going to look like because you're starting to get the vision for what this team is going to look like next winter. Then you get the chance in a mini season to implement it the month of June. When June finishes, you do a mini version of what hopefully we're doing at the end of this current basketball season. You're doing another, you have another chance to rest, reflect, refocus, recharge to again, have some confirmation uh, conversations among you and your staff and your team. And then you figure out again, what do we need to start doing? What's something that we tried? You know what? It's, I thought it was going to look one way. It doesn't, we need to stop. Or does something just need a little tweak and a little change? And you get the chance to give yourself an oil change basically during the, the summertime. And then, you know, you, you continue to do what you can throughout the course of the summer. And that should give you an edge, a coach's edge, as you head into um, the, the basketball season. So uh, more on that as we continue to, to dive in. But uh, Coach Tro, always good uh, chatting with you. Coaches, any interest in learning more about coachesedge.coach, how we're helping coaches. Like spring's going to be big. This is gonna, This is going to be the biggest spring we've ever had with coachesedge.coach. We will help more coaches. I know we will help more coaches this spring than we've ever helped uh, before. It's an exciting time. Um, Let's finish this out with what's some of the stuff that, you know, you you plan on working on this spring for coachesedge.coach. And I'll share a little bit myself as well. Uh, Myself uh, working on a little dribble drive, um, you know, breaking that down for coaches um, and, you know, being able to, you know, help coaches, that are implementing that and even bounce off ideas off other coaches of what they use um, for drills and, you know, reads and things like that. And also I've, you know, I'm taking a, me personally, I'm taking a deep dive into meshing dribble drive with motion. Um, so I don't know if I'll be able to get that out to our coach members, um, you know, and then the spring, it might be something that's later or even a meeting um, later on. And then also I've, I've personally been taking a deep dive into like defense man-to-man defense just I'm not talking about like schemes or anything I'm talking about like the basics of being able to guard the ball being in off the ball reads and things like that um that I wouldn't mind uh you know throwing out to coaches and maybe having a meeting on where we can we can talk about that but the big thing probably would be 
you know, helping coaches out in, in terms of dribble drive or any coaches that need any help with youth basketball. And then their summer camps, I'd be glad to answer any questions or provide any tips. And like I said, I'm always up for learning because there's mm-hmm. tons of great coaches out there. Yeah. And, you know, the more, the more I can learn from them, it just, it just helps me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree hundred percent. So, I mean, we'll have some more dribble drive resources on coaches edge is a drill that coach, uh, coach Joe and I were breaking down from one-on-one into small sided games that will be uploaded to the website. Um, we'll be talking more five outs on the podcast. Uh, coach Orr from Rice Lake in Wisconsin is going to do a coach's edge presentation on their five out and what has worked well for their basketball program. Um, and so that's something we'll be digging into more this spring as well. Uh, we just finished our at home ball handling program. Those workouts are going to be uploaded onto the coach's edge. Um, and then I have some small sided one-on-one small group games that we'll be using at some of our summer basketball camps. And I'll be uploading another PDF of what that looks like this spring. And then we'll use some of our camps to record some of those drills and we'll upload the actual videos of them later this summer as well. And so those are just a few of the things that we'll be uh, updating onto the site. Um, Really, really fun, really exciting stuff. Love it. Thank you to all of our Coaches Edge members. Thanks to all of our listeners. Coach Drove, thanks to you. Uh, Coach's Edge wouldn't be what it is uh, without you. So, um, y'all, thanks for having me, Coach. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Thanks for listening. Get after today.